You're listening to The Big Possible Show with your host, Noah Scott. It's time to break through the limits and achieve all you can imagine. All you can imagine. Hello and welcome to this episode of The Big Possible Show. This is Noah Scott signing on with Roberta Hughes. Roberta is the founder and lead instructor at Peaceful Living, a boutique hybrid studio that conveys a delicate and personalized peaceful living instruction for body and mind through customized practices in Pilates, meditation, and yoga. Roberta has been has built Peaceful Living with a defining distinction, tailored personal guidance. Welcome to the show, Roberta. How are you? I'm doing well, Noah. Thank you for having me here. Yes, so I'm I'm super excited to just chat all things wellness and 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 getting into the zone and hearing your story. But to start, I'd like to just hear what would you say is your superpower? I would say that my superpower is patience. I'm a very patient person, and I take my time doing things, and I bring patience to almost every situation. Incredible. Yes. Yeah, so she's been waiting for me to get my, my webcam set up and so patient. That's great. So Roberta, on the Big Possible Show, I really like to um, focus on how individuals can make a positive impact in the world. This is something that so often we feel like the, the problems out there are too big for us to handle. But by celebrating the stories on the show, I think we can start to celebrate what we can do as individuals. So I'd like to hear from you what you're doing to save the world. I am trying to save the world by teaching people how to bring more peaceful moments into their life. And I feel like most people don't believe that that's possible because life is so busy. We're busy people. We're doing things all of the time. And I believe that it is possible to bring peaceful moments into every day. And that could be one minute at a time, two minutes at a time, up to an hour at a time, depending on the person and how it will fit into their life. That's so wonderful. Yeah. And I, I, I'm, I'm really excited to hear a lot of these simple things because, you know, I'm looking for, for the listeners, you know, she's got the most peaceful setup with a candle going in the background. You can tell she takes her, her state of mind seriously. And, you know, I think to, to be able to find that place, um, I'm sure you've had to go through a lot of twists and turns. Do you want to share a story of one of the biggest risks that you've taken in, in your life and what was going through your head at the time? I would say one of the most recent risks that I took that was out of character and really surprised, I think, my family and friends. I got a divorce in 2016 and I had done my best throughout my entire marriage and relationship. I met my husband when I was only 19 years old and we were just short of our 20-year wedding anniversary um, when our divorce was final. And it took me about a year to come to the place of knowing that that was the best choice for me. And once I came to the place of knowing, I think it felt all of the sudden to my friends and my family, especially my children, because I had done such a great job of highlighting the good parts, of only showing the parts that were going well and keeping everything else to myself. So I took a risk, I chose what was best for me, 
And here I am um, in 2022, and I don't regret that decision, even though it was hard. Yes, it's navigating a change like that is is never really is never easy, and I think uh, especially when you have kids in the in the equation. I mean, just just looking into my life, I don't have the kids, but even just breakups are so difficult. They're so challenging. Yes. So I'd like to hear. What are some of the things that you've learned through that experience to help others navigate change in their life, especially if it's something where they're they're letting go of something that's been a part of their identity for a long time and stepping into the unknown of a new life, a new a new a new identity for themselves? I have learned that people do this in so many different ways. So for me, it was a breakup. It was ending a relationship. For someone else, it might be getting a new job or leaving a corporate setting and starting their own business. We take leaps of faith all of the time. We take risks all of the time if we have the courage to step into what we trust is best for ourselves. So finding that place of being able to trust your instincts, being able to know who you are and what's right for you and to trust that you can make that choice courageously is the way to do it. Beautiful. And to switch gears a little bit, I'd love to get into some of the wellness um, topics, like what people can actually do, especially since a lot of our listeners are founders, entrepreneurs, they're people who are... um, trying to stay level-headed amidst all the chaos. And so we're, we'll definitely get into a little bit of, of that, but I'd like to hear some of your entrepreneurial journey. Like what, what, what are you doing when it comes to putting your mission out to the world? Like how does that work in terms of building your operation, building, building the, you know, the marketing behind the brand? Uh, did you want to just give me an overview of, of kind of what you're doing from a, from a business perspective? Sure. Um, My business really started more as a passion project, and I jumped right into the things that I felt like I could do really well, which was teach content, create content, and write. So I put together my website just as a place that would feel welcoming and beautiful for people to come to and get some inspiration about peaceful living and what that might look like in their own life. That was the beginning in 2018, and during the pandemic was when I really started to create video content, which I had never done before, but here we were at our homes. I had all of this equipment. My cell phone was my video camera, and I just started recording content. I had audio equipment that I had purchased to be able to do big retreats so that people could hear me. So I pulled that out and I was doing audio recording similar to what you do here for your podcast. And initially I thought I would do a podcast, but then with the video content that I was creating, utilizing my son's skills, he is a wonderful video editor and he was home here with me. um, We put together some amazing videos. And so then I had all of this content and I felt like, okay, I need to stop creating content and actually get it out into the world because mm-hmm. to just create and not share, it, it's not going to grow a business, right? It's just really more of a hobby. So it was really a year ago that I made that pivot of being intentional about getting my content out into the world. I wrote down three words, create, engage, and oh, I can't remember the third one now. 
Um, so I'm really in that engagement phase now of sharing, letting people know what I do, who I am, how I can help. And being on a podcast is one of those things. So I hired a public relations person who helps me find podcasts that would be a good fit. Um, I also have a consultant for marketing who assists me in all of the marketing aspects. Um, and then I really focus on bringing my voice and personality to the brand and teaching and working with people to help them make changes in their lives. Wow. You know what I love about this is it really it really reminds me of, of one of Naval Ravikant's tweet storms where he, he mentions how important it is to do the things that you uniquely are good at. So for you, it feels like play. Like you're yes. creating all this stuff, but for everyone else, it's like, wow, that's, that's work, you know? And, but then you also, you know, he also mentions another thing about leverage, how there's different unique forms of leverage that a business can have. And mm -hmm. one of those, you know, obviously labor is something that we all know. Code is something that's kind of a new form of leverage. And then media is this alternative form that every time you create your content, your blog, your video, that will live on and you and you now have this leverage that that's going out to the world while you're sleeping but yes. i also really like how you were mentioning that you have a team of people doing all the stuff that you're not you don't like to do like there's yes. you have the marketing consultant you have the the pr person and you have your son doing the video editing it's it's so important to utilize um other people's strengths to make sure that you don't burn out Absolutely. but with that with that, now I'd like to I'd like to shift to speak up a little bit about some other ways in which we can keep a, a level head, keep positive amidst all the chaos of building a business. What yeah. what do you have to share about there? I'll really just expand and grow on what you pointed out, and it's having a team of people, and whether those are consultants that you've hired to support you or just people within your community. They say to surround yourself with five people who can support your growth and development. So if you're at a place where you feel that you're stagnant, that that growth is no longer happening, it may not only be you, it may be the group of people that you're with all of the time. So then you need to meet new people. You need to open up your social experiences. You need to acquire relationships that will support you and that you can also support them in some way. And I feel like that's really happened for me um, exponentially within these last six months since I've been more intentional on engagement. I have met some incredible people with skills that have helped me grow because people can show me things that I didn't even know existed from a business building standpoint. Mm -hmm. And when it comes to burnout, do you have any, any tips around um, just, especially for business owners, you know, how do we keep from burning out, maintaining our wellness, maintaining that positive mindset? I think you have to make a promise to yourself at the beginning that you're not going to be working 80 hours a week and that you're not going to drive yourself into the ground because most business owners try to do everything all by themselves. And at the beginning, it might be necessary for you to figure out what is my brand? What is my message? What, am the, what are the things that I'm putting out into the world? And then it should turn to how can I do that best? And 
as I shared my story, I still focus on the things that I do best. And little by little, I'm acquiring people with skill sets that they love to do to support others. There are so many individuals who support business owners like me from a consultant perspective or a contract perspective. So being willing to invest the money and the time in hiring out the things that are going to support your growth and development will let you do more and earn more revenue over time than if you try to do all of the things yourself. For example, if I were to do my own PR, I know how much time and effort is put into that every month. So that would be hours taken away or hours that I would have to um, give up sleeping for, <laughs> which I'm not willing to do. So um, to create a list of things that are non-negotiables for you. Are you willing to only sleep two hours a day? You should say no to that. Um, so getting good rest so that you can produce and do the things that you want to do. And then to have a practice that you turn to when you are feeling discouraged, when you are feeling overwhelmed, um, whether that's journaling or meditation or exercise, it's different and unique for each person. Wonderful. And I think, you know, I'd like to actually also hear your thoughts on a topic that comes up quite a bit. And, and that's really, you know, where does, where do you think happiness comes from? Mm. I think happiness comes from inside of us and I believe it's always there. So most people think of happiness as an experience, something that comes with other things um, like a birthday celebration or a joyful moment but true happiness comes from inside of us and it's always in our heart, but then life gets in the way and our vision of happiness becomes clouded. Mm -hmm. All right, and so final question, I'd like to just hear how you approach decisions because I, I firmly believe that our, our dreams are built on the actions that we make ultimately and well, the actions that we take every day are, they come from decisions that we make. So do you have a process that you use when you're making decisions? I do. Um, my first thing is research, gaining information. So learning as much as I can about the decision that's in front of me. Second step is getting quiet. Um, I am a meditator. I do yoga. So I'll go to one of those practices where I can just be with the knowledge, be with the thoughts and see what feels best and right for me. And then third, I reach out and I have a conversation with someone who I believe is more of an expert in that area if I don't feel like I have all of the information that I need to make a good decision. And then number four, I trust. Um, I trust that the things that I've done have created a foundation and that I know sometimes decision is not going to be the right thing in the end and to be at peace with that, um, to take the risk anyway. Wonderful. Excellent. So Roberta, thank you so much for sharing your time. How do our listeners support you? Do you have anything cool going on? Uh, where do we find all about it? I have a lot of cool things happening on my website, peacefulliving.com and full has two L's. You can read my blog. You can try a video in yoga, meditation, Pilates. You can book a discovery call with me, which is a 30 minute conversation for us to sit down and talk about you specifically and how we can bring more self care and peaceful moments into your life. And then I work with you to create a plan. 
And on the horizon, I'm working with the Leadership Project, creating a program called Authenticity in Leadership, and that will be launching this fall. Fantastic. I'm also on Instagram, so you can yes. follow me on Instagram, Roberta underscore Peaceful Living, and I do a Wellness Wednesday segment each week and just give some insight. So when people DM me with a question, I usually put that in my Wellness Wednesdays. Incredible. All right. So tune in on Wednesday to Instagram. Well, you can probably go every day to Instagram, but Wednesdays yes. are the days that you want to be there for sure. All right. Absolutely. Roberta, thank you so much for sharing your time and your story. Thank you, Noah. It was wonderful to be here and I love your show. So thank you for having me. That's it for this episode of The Big Possible Show. This is Noah Scott signing out to let you know I appreciate you for being here. Of course, if you enjoyed the episode and want to share some feedback, visit Apple and drop a review. That review will help other people find the show, and it also gives me a signal that, hey, people are out there listening. And with that, may the rest of your day be filled with epic adventures. And I'll see you right here for the next episode.